0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. There we go. There's my sound effects. Now I'm ready to go. I, you know, the, fun, the one of the most fun things about doing this show is obviously getting to talk to you guys and and all of that but one of the most frustrating things as the host of this show is that every time people log on they just start talking right away <laughs> and I'm like wait a second we're doing a show I need some content baby so hold on here we got uh so Leroy Leroy Hill joining the joining the chat on this episode everybody Woo. very special episode of take 12 and of course Yay. our man Lofa's here Katie's here everybody's here Ryan's here McNeil's here and uh we were chatting pre-show Leroy your son is playing college football. And Lofa, you knew this boy as a baby, didn't you? Yeah, he was taller oh, than man. me then. And now he's even
2: taller than me. He's a six <laughs> floor corner. But during our wow. rookie year at camp, uh Leroy had him during uh he was born during camp, right, Leroy? All right, his
0: birthday his birthday is August thirtieth. So we were, you know, we were three, you know, preseasons in. Um and uh I was I was almost scared to ask uh, the coach, hey, you know, can I get up out of here and go see my <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if I'm going to make the team or not. It's like a third-round pick, you know. Right. I'm just so nervous, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so he he just turned 18 uh, his freshman year at St. Francis uh, on the football squad, man. He's, uh, he's getting good playing time. He's playing with confidence. Uh, I, I can't be more proud of him.
1: Oh wow, that's awesome! Are you, you get to go up and see a lot of games? Are you going up this weekend?
0: Right, right, right. right. So the school about uh, about ninety miles uh, east of Pittsburgh. So you know, uh, he has about I think eleven games on the schedule, and we have seven that we're seeing in person, and the other awesome. the other four ESPN plus. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. oh, cool. Wait, wait who wait. who they got
1: this weekend? You guys were saying they have Delaware? Delaware.
0: They have Delaware. So yeah, we're flying in. Uh, flying into Philly. Uh, checking out the Delaware game, uh, I think Delaware, uh, who's their famous, uh, Joe Flacco?
1: Joe Flacco, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, going to check out a different stadium, man, it's it's amazing to just, you know, football has taken me so many places and it's still taking me places. Right. And I'm appreciative of that.
1: Well, it took us all the way together to Munich, Germany last year. Remember that? Amazing, that amazing trip, amazing man, trip. And, and taking us some more places this year, which we'll talk about. Delaware is the Blue Jays or something? The Blue Hens Blue hens, that's yeah, what it is. Even, even stranger. The blue hens. <laughs> the fighting blue hen. Yeah, man. Lofa, have you gotten a chance to uh, check out uh, Leroy's son's tape? Do you have any breakdown or anything? I, I do. I've seen yeah. highlights.
2: Leroy sent me some. Uh, it's like I said, 6'4 corner. Uh, he's got the top end speed, obviously, you know, because Leroy could fly. But <laughs> surprisingly much smoother hips and transition <laughs> than than the old man. And so, oh, yeah? oh, he's got quick feet, um, you know, and he comes in out of breaks and, and gets he's aggressive, uh, mm-hmm. which which we could have used uh, on defense uh, yesterday.
1: Oh, we will get into that. Leroy, did, did you coach him or, or, or any of your kids? I mean, Lofa and I have talked about that on the show before, like because coaching your own kids is just so mm-hmm. much different uh, than, than coaching other people's kids, frankly. Uh, what was it like raising them? man
0: it was amazing man amazing uh i had to i was young i was a young parent at 22 so we sort of grew together you know we grew mm-hmm. together um so when i was playing it was, he was real young you know uh, eight eight years i was uh he, i was done so you know uh from his ninth tenth you know all of that is high school uh i was able to be a lot more hands-on and um it's it's it's, it's a it's a experience it is an experience and um I I enjoyed and now I have a 4-year-old that uh, I have to do it again with.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. see Lopa, it's uh, it's do as I say not as I do. That's so the hips are smoother because he coached him into it, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. We we try to give him the best of us and then teach him how to, you know, work with what we didn't have.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and so I'm working with my kid in flag football right now. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't want to listen too much to, to what I have to say. But anybody else talks, he's all ears. He's like, yes, coach. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs>
1: that's,
2: right. no, that's exactly coach- how it is.
1: I coach baseball. It's the same thing. I'm like, well, why don't you do it when I say it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Well, what do you
2: know about football, Dad? That's
1: exactly dad? how it is. They don't believe it until <laughs> someone else says it.
2: You yeah, play linebacker. A You're not a receiver.
1: No, Lofa, that's a great point. Like, I never played baseball. Definitely didn't scratch uh, the NFL. I mean, you guys actually played. They should listen to you. You would
2: think, you know, but I just try to give mom the information because he listens to mom. So I'm like, hey, Rach, tell him to sink his hips when he's backpedaling.
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, speaking of breaking down some uh, football, let's talk about it. Should we start it? Start the show, brother. Let's go.
0: If you want to run on unapologetic, for the job and no politics in this club. Just dirt from the streets and the crews in the mud. Take twelve. Best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it online. Take twelve. Every
1: episode, twelve hot takes,
0: and we for
1: Seattle. My place. It's the Take Twelve podcast. Thanks for tuning in. <clears throat> He is Seahawks linebacking legend Lofa Tutupu, and I am lifelong Seahawks fan Brett Davern. And this episode, we are joined by another Seahawks legend. It's Leroy Hill, everybody. Returning champion. He's been on the show before. Leroy also came to Germany with us last year as part of our trip over there, and we had a ton of fun. And this year, Leroy will be joining us on our trip in New York City. Let's go. So if you're headed out there to New York for the Seahawks and the Giants on Monday Night Football and you're looking for stuff to do, we will have events and uh, uh, parties and meet and greets and all kinds of stuff. So check out our social media at Take12Pod and also go to Take12Travel.com for all the details on that. We still have uh, full package trips available to Dallas for a little bit later in the season, uh, but uh, no more tickets for the other trips but the dallas one is still available so jump on take 12.com for that and then if you want to get uh, the events in new york it'll also be at take 12 travel.com so check out that stuff also uh before we really get it rolling here guys shout out to our sponsor wiener schnitzel where's my oh here there again uh, Wiener schnitzel, you guys, two locations, Western Washington, and Everett and Fife, go in and do something different for lunch. Uh, chili dogs, chili burgers, hash, brown, uh, hash browns, corn dogs. That's what I meant. What? Stamps and I, I was way off. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, all the ice cream treats, root beer floats and all of the above. Mention your favorite Seahawks podcast, the Take 12 podcast, and get a free small soda with any other purchase at either Schnitzel, Western Washington location today. Fellas, uh, week one is wrapped up. It's in the books. Lofa, I asked you if the NFL was scripted last week or a few weeks ago. If this is the script, this is a strange script. What the hell is going on? Not only with our Seahawks, but around the league, there's so much to talk about. Um, I want to start with our Seahawks, and then we'll move to the, to the rest of the league. So, guys, uh, Lofa, you and I were both in the building. Leroy, I assume you were watching. Let's just start with some initial thoughts. Lofa, go for it.
2: Well, the good news, is Bobby's back and, uh, and he had 19 tackles.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I think that's the end of the good news uh, <laughs> that I have for you today. Just a tale of two halves. And, you know, um, yeah. so where would you like to
1: start, Brett? Well, we'll okay, then we'll break it down, so <laughs> lofa just wants to wants to shout out Bobby, and then yeah, we'll okay, so leroy, initial thoughts on the
0: game um, it's pretty Hi. much what lofa said, man uh uh bobby was a was a was a long, bright spot, man, he was everywhere, um he still got a lot of lot of juice in those legs. Uh but besides that, man, I expected more from the offense. Uh, I thought they would be a little more high power. And um I, I didn't expect uh the Rams to move the ball with a Cooper cupless offense mm. as well as they did.
1: hmm Very true. Oh, a little loud on that one. Uh Lofa, yeah. I mean, okay, so let's get into it. I let's start on defense. Uh, because ironically And you even said leading up to the game, you were like, you know, as a defensive guy, I'm actually super excited to see the offense. However, uh, based on what happened in the second half, I want to start with the defense because a lot of starters didn't play all preseason. Uh, I wrote that down just as maybe there's something there. I don't know. Um, And then, you know, and a lot of Seahawks fans are going after Trey Brown. He didn't play his best game. We got guys who were out. There are excuses to be made if we want to. But then again, I mean, come on. This is no excuse league, isn't it? So let's chat defense and, and go ahead and start breaking it down for us.
2: Um, You know, played great in the first half, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second half, I don't know if we got tired. I know time of possession was tilted in their favor almost 2-1. to one. What are they, 40 minutes to 20? Yeah, and to- Leroy knows – We've been out on the field some games for, for 70, 80 snaps, and everyone looks slow at that point. And so yeah. they wore us down is really what happened. They mm-hmm. We couldn't get off the field. That's uh, not just our fault. They did some great things, kind of kind of just – which is it? Is it the pass rush that wasn't there or is it, you know the secondary not being aggressive enough? I thought we sat back a little too much and caught routes rather opposed to going and matching those zones. And Can uh, I
1: take D, so- all of the above, please? On that,
2: yeah, for, dude, it me. was, it, yeah, and it was ugly. So eleven of seventeen on third down, and I mean they were doing McVay. He's a masterful, you know, play caller. They were doing some stuff that I've never seen them do. Third and five, and he actually ran a draw. Uh, you know, we're all backed up at six yards. I don't know why we're behind the sticks if we're going to aggressively match any routes, and. You know, so this, it, it went hand in hand with we, we couldn't find our, our balance and um, really didn't take anything away from them. They could have ran the ball more because Akers and, and Williams were going off, two guys that were not healthy last year. Stafford was not healthy last year. These guys are revamped, and they, they do look real. And I, I just got to give a credit to their defense. I know we'll get there, but they they were bringing the heat.
1: Well, let's stay with ours. Uh, Leroy, uh, the big emphasis coming into this season had to be let's stop the run. Right. And they right. couldn't do that, especially as they continued to wear us down. And then just the middle of the secondary, that sort of I, wherever you guys would call that that zone kind of right behind the linebackers, I guess. And Puka Nakua. Hey, UW couldn't keep him. Right. He went to BYU and he came back to Seattle and put it on us, man. A rookie fifth round pick. Um, but he, he looked he looked like he was on a mission. And Stafford was on a mission to just keep completing balls and moving the chains. But Leroy, specifically, why could not we stop the run? That, that's that's the whole thing we were focused on in the offseason. Well, well, I, I think we played
0: decent on the run. Um, I see we have four. Uh, they have forty carries for ninety-two yards. Uh, that's two point three a rush. Not bad. Um, but you know, uh, forty carries—that's a lot of carries. On so they, they they continue to to try to push it, um, but. I, I guess I, I,
1: I should say. Well, I, want, I don't want to say why couldn't they stop the run. What I want to say then is like, it seemed like the runs that they did get were just so timely. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like just when wow. you needed the tackle, when you needed the, uh, to make the tackle, I mean, but or when you needed to be there, it just, it was like, oh no, you know, here we go again. Kind of right, a thing,
0: right? The- right? Right? Yeah. It was, I, I, again, like Lofa said, it was an imbalance, man. I think they hit uh, the, their offensive coordinator called a good game plan. Uh, he knew where to hit, when to hit, um, and they just, you know, time of possession, like you say, uh, eleven to seventeen on third downs. We just we couldn't get off the field. Stafford was on point. Uh, the receivers yeah. was catching everything, and you know they kept our offense off the field, and they were able to just really just wear us down slowly.
1: Well, and, and like he was. Said, Oh, yeah. I'll, go ahead, Lofo. Sorry. We got delayed. Like,
2: like, go yeah. Like you said, Brett, you know, they, they were giving Trey Brown a lot of heat. I just only had, there was one bad play. It was a third and 11 and he gets uh, hands to the face on the opposite side of the field where it had nothing to do with, you know, the play. But, but I, you know, I thought what I, I love about Trey, he challenges guys. He gets up there and gets after him. And so um, that's really what we need to do more of. And especially when you talk about that intermediate zone right behind the linebackers, I feel like we play a little too close to the line of scrimmage yeah. as linebackers, and if we just back up mm-hmm. six yards if you want, because we Bobby and Brooks got the speed all day to get downhill right. and make a tackle on a run at one yard, two yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I did love that they were playing in the backfield. They had a couple tackles for a loss each, some nice hits out of Brooks too. but just it has to be an area of emphasis going forward that we, we have to protect that 12, 10 to 12 yard uh, yeah. you know area. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, and again, untimely stuff, you know, I don't mean, I'm not doubling down on Trey here. Uh, It's just, this is what fans are talking about. And I mean, he's a professional, so I think we can talk about it. It's, it's uh, the penalty, but then there was the missed tackle also. And then just, some just some coverage stuff. And so fans are just, you know, look, Witherspoon wasn't there yet. He's supposed to be back uh, now. I mean, that this is just what people are talking about, right? And he he had a rough game. It was a really rough game. There's just no 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 two ways about it, really. And it, it was disappointing to see, you know, just because these are the things that we were talking about all offseason. So I think that's where a lot of that frustration comes from from the fan base, but obviously it comes from the players too. They can't nobody can feel good about. What happened on that one? What about the lack of the pass rush, though, too? I mean, uh, the Rams offensive line, guys, I mean, seemed like we should have been able to get there, at least on paper, you know, before the game. You thought... We'd have some opportunities, but they kept him clean the whole game. And what I was going to say earlier was, where I was sitting in the stadium, and what do I know? But I was sitting on one of the end zones, so I'm sitting behind everything. It looks like Madden the whole game, right? (laughs) Stafford, some of those throws, man, he would he's cocking his arm back and letting the ball go, and I'm like, who's he throwing to? No one's there yet, and then the receiver would clear from behind a defender, and that's you know. That's, that's some pro level stuff right there that I was just so impressed by. And, and just, he's such a savvy vet, such a good quarterback, but is that, so I guess what I'm asking is like, is it bad defense or is it just amazing quarterback play and throwing with anticipation like that?
2: Well, you got to give credit where credit's due. Stafford, he, he's got all the numbers and records you can imagine. and yeah. But he does. He's, he was one of the first inventors of the note look. You know, everyone gives Mahomes mm-hmm. the credit because he's got the Super Bowl rings and everything. But, um, yeah, a long time – Stafford was doing that in Detroit where in zone coverage there's holes that you, you sit in windows, and there's a first look window and a second look. And he would he would drag a defender towards that first look knowing that guy's going to pass, and then he would just throw it blind sometimes down the middle. And Mm. that's when you saw, like, oh, wow, I didn't even see a guy there. Now it opened up. That's the second look window. So I got to give credit to Matthew Stafford. He he balled, man.
1: Well, how about Puka Nakua? Speaking of credit, mentioned him earlier. I mean, how fast did you run to your fantasy league's waiver wire? Oh, I already (laughs) had him in a couple leagues. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Well, he looks like a favorite target. Um, Quite a debut, right? I mean, we thought we had a receiver that was going to make quite a splashy debut in JSN. Unfortunately it didn't come to pass, but this other rookie's looking good, huh?
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. Um Leroy, what'd you see out of Puka?
0: Oh no. He he, he was uh, fabulous, man. Uh over a hundred yards, uh was getting open consistently. Um like going back to our defense, I mean zero turnovers, zero mm-hmm. sacks. Yeah. Zero cool. turnovers, zero sacks. You know that's uh that's very disappointing, and that tells uh that that tells a big story of the game yeah. you know you can't let a quarterback like Matthew Stafford uh and with receivers that are better than I you know I think people give credit for um they're right. learning under Cooper Cook you know um uh, you know
1: and with, a with a quarterback
0: point. like that it, he's gonna pick you apart like you said not enough pressure and the receiver was getting open it, it made for a long day they to came Leroy's, in
1: with plan man I, oh sorry go ahead Lofa. to go Leroy's ahead.
2: point every time Puka came off the sideline Cup was right there telling him, you know, what he saw and what how he would do it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he had some contested footballs that he caught, some low ones on slants, and then he just would manage to stretch out for another, you know, three or four yards, and now all of a sudden – you know, we're behind the sticks. They have a second and, and three instead of a, mm-hmm. a second and four, you know, our second, and six second long. And, uh, but you got to give them credit for a rookie to do that uh, fifth right. round at that, like, you know, cups out and he's, he steps in and it, the Dude. offense looks seamless
1: like i i'm, I'm pulling my wild. hair out over here with frustration because i it's hitting me that also cooper cup is just another guy who's coming back to seattle and just <laughs> sticking it through the seahawks oh, <laughs> like a guy who what? you know he didn't go to utah went to easter right like just he's, he's upset there there has to be a chip right that's why they're so good and Good for them. They came in and took care of their business. And what I was going to say is, I mean, everybody, the Rams, they, they came in with a plan. McVay, I mean, an offensive-minded head coach. He drew up a great plan, and they they came after us. Um, it, it just, yeah, it was it was a great game by them. It's, it just makes me want to puke. Um, <laughs> you know, give me a second to calm down. Actually, uh, we need to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back to talk about the offensive side of the football. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, I've, I've <laughs> calmed down. I've, I've poured myself another coffee, and uh, let's get into the offense here. Uh, remember that Take 12 is brought to you by Delta Airlines. It's the only airline we fly. When we go to New York with Leroy and with Lofa and with our other Seahawk friends and all of our travelers, we'll be flying Delta. Go to Delta.com um, for all of your travel needs, but also for all of you Seahawk fans. Make sure that you sign up for twelve status. Now, Leroy, you didn't stay in Seattle after your playing days, and that's fine. However, mm-hmm. you can't sign up for twelve status. You got to be a Washington State resident. So, sorry, you can't. We could can talk to somebody it. about that. But, maybe.
0: but check this out. I mean, so
1: you get one mile for every uh, yard of passing that the Seahawks have this season. You also get twelve percent off at the team store on the twelfth of every month. And uh, there's something else cool, but you'll have to go look it up on Delta.com. Check in. Oh, yeah. Priority check-in. or, or uh, No, uh, front-of-the-line boarding. That's what it is. Okay. If you sign up, you get to be in the zone one when they board. So there you go. You get room for your carry-on. Uh, delta.com. So our fans got 112
2: miles yesterday. They're right. Really fantastic. <laughs> they could fly you to Tacoma what? from Seattle. <laughs>
1: it's a sad, it is a sad segue, my friend, but that is exactly where I was going to. Um, The offense you guys I mean it looked pretty good in the first half we go into halftime it was 13 to 7 um, a missed opportunity maybe on in on one of the red zone appearances but you know they able to salvage a field goal Um, but the offense was looking fine and we had the lead and then you know the second half tale of two halves like uh, Lofa said I wrote down the offense was a bit offensive where do you guys want to (laughs) start I'll let Leroy really take this one.
2: I mean okay.
0: 180 yards uh, total offense, 13 points. You know, in today's NFL, man, you know, again, that 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 tells a lot, and that's just not gonna cut it. Not mm-hmm. with the uh amount of stars uh that's on that side of, you know, uh that's yeah. on that side of the ball. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh, a, a big contract for Geno, uh DK, uh like you said, a lot of expectations uh for JSN. Uh, Kenneth Walker, you know, I can just keep naming pieces that hey, you know, uh, fantasy owners are looking for, you know, big, uh, uh big stuff. You know what I'm saying? These are guys that are drafted high,
1: you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, uh, 180 yards is
0: just not going to cut it.
1: Did you take Walker? Who do you got on your team? Sounds like I have person. DK, I'm invested. I, I got some DK stock.
0: Uh, he, he he salvaged the day, uh, with a touchdown, touchdown but yeah. I I personally expected more.
1: Yeah. Well, he equaled his touchdown with another uh, personal foul, which I, I don't, you could probably look it up. Does he have more touchdowns in his career or these personal foul penalties or whatever you call them, right? But like, whatever. Um, Lofa, like, like, look, you guys were both on the defensive side of the ball. What would you guys be saying in this locker room? Um, or, or how did you feel about the offense? Or where do you want to start? Oh, we we
2: take pride in our defense. If they can't win, if they can't score, so that's what yeah. the school, of me and Leroy come from. We would take onus on not getting any sacks or turnovers, which you know really it's what it comes down to. Right. But looking at the offense, um, we were fine, and I hate to say it, make an excuse until both our starting tackles went down. Right? I know,
1: I know, I know, but, and I don't want to say it either because it sounds like an excuse.
2: It, but it, it changes everything, um, but they didn't and have so, a great
1: offensive line either.
2: Yeah, but we were moving the ball at will. We were still, we were like, we scored all of our points in the first half, right? Like we were in control of that game, thirteen to seven, and so coming out, like, okay, we're good. And then all of a sudden, one goes down, cross goes down, and yeah. then Lucas, and then now it's like, okay, well, you know, we can't protect. You know right. the way we're used to, and um, and then also the running the running uh, game takes a hit too, and then the score starts to get a little lopsided. And now you have to throw, and they know that, so they're pinning their ears back. Future Hall of Fame Aaron Donald's excited about it, so <laughs> it just yeah. it, it went downhill quickly with those injuries, and then Lockett Lockett was out for. I'm I glad know. to see he's okay. Those those give the Rams credit. That secondary came to hit, and uh-huh. Ernest Jones, that middle linebacker. In one year of playing with Bobby, I've seen how much he's grown into a leader on that defense. That guy was everywhere.
1: Too. I mean, Eric Donald breaks through the line, and I start yelling, oh, my God. It's... <laughs> I don't think I was alone, actually. Um, yeah, man. I mean, the second half was a mess. Let's just call it what it was offensively. I mean, it was a mess. guys. But, like, guys were getting injured. Not an excuse, but just a fact. Guys getting injured. Lockett goes down with maybe a, a, a head uh, thing. We're not sure. We'll – See how that goes. Um, but just uh, – oh, where where do we even begin? I For me, it's the sequence where they, they – so they block the Rams' field goal, right? Wh- which seems like, oh, here we go. This is the old Seahawks. At this point, we, we were up in the game, and it was like, man, special teams just made a play. We are going to destroy these guys. And then my fantasy kicker, Jason Myers, goes out there. <laughs> After they called two delayed handoffs in a row to DJ Dallas, the play calling there was – interesting and then it was a and then it was a uh um he and then Gino's alone in the backfield for a pass play that didn't do anything that was the one he spiked into the ground so jason myers goes trotting out there and misses an, one from inside of 30 like he always does every year i don't know why he hits two and misses one but that's what he does but probably mostly because he's probably on the sea chickens which is my fantasy team you're the coach but for me it's that sequence right there because it's it was just such a dud it was like here we go. It went from here we go to no, we don't. And, and from there on that, it was just ugly from there on. Yeah. out,
2: Yeah. And then I think they just went on to like convert like four third downs in, in one drive and score. And it was just like, yeah. Oh man, that's. And so in that the, the end, we just look tired. Like that's. Well, hasn't
1: know. this been the problem for a couple of seasons though? I mean, we've been doing this show for three seasons. And I feel like we're having the same conversation, which is, uh, Time of possession is lopsided towards the other team um, and we're not getting turnovers. And, and, and then the offense is a bit limp. <laughs> I mean, how, week, how many seasons
2: in a row, you know, it's week one, relax.
1: They're going to get
2: it right. I just hope our tackles are healthy.
1: Hey, what about well, – then don't tell me to just relax. What about the players? Because some loss of composure towards the end of the game, a little bit, right? I mean, just penalties in a row, encroachments in a row again. Like, just yeah. – like, it's not just the personal stuff. It's the it's the other stuff, too. Like, a lot of flags towards the end, which we didn't really have in the first half also.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that can – I can only point to, like, the fact that guys were on the field all day. And, like, when you're tired – You know, that's like when the fundamentals come into play is you got to focus and and do your job. And sometimes it doesn't happen. And sometimes people lose their cool. It's an emotional game. It's a rivalry game, division. And it's always been chippy. It's always been chippy with them, the Niners, like – and you just can't you can't make things personal. And I'm speaking to the the, the DK, uh, you know, uh, foul or flag that, you know, it's just he's a, he's a fiery competitor. This is what Pete loves about all the guys he brings in. They are absolute dogs, and they are going to go until they can't go anymore. But you have to know when to just reel it in and, and not, you know, put yourself above the team. Uh, you know, in that situation, he'll learn yeah. from
1: it. Um, yeah, well, th- and it's been reported that him and Pete had a lengthy conversation about it. What do you think that conversation was like?
2: Just, just telling him he's one of the leaders and, right. and, you know, as a leader, you know, not just by your words, but your actions, you know, other guys take notice and, you know, some of the young guys, they're impressionable and they're just like, Oh, so like, you know, like fuck it, let's go fight, you know? Cause that, that's, that's the mentality. He, he plays like a defensive player. That's what I love about him. But, um, but some, you have to keep your composure at all times and, and just, you know, um, you know, even if a guy's talking shit, just let it go, man. Like, get him on the next play before the whistle.
1: Well, you and know, this is what they try to one do the
0: names. no, especially as one of the bigger names. You know, you 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 have to uh, you have to do the right things. You know what I'm saying? And you can't let let, uh, let the let the the crowd or your teammates, like you said, the younger guys, see uh, one of the bigger names do that.
1: Well, you guys were both of you have been out there on the field we we know all the talking that goes on uh, us as fans we want to know more of the talking that goes on I mean I wish I wish I had a channel that I could pay for maybe because so that, that we can get around the profanity or whatever but if they had a pay per view channel where I just got like a mic'd up field where I could hear everything and I didn't have to hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman but I just heard the actual game going on oh I would love that so I, I mean we know trash talks are part of the game we know getting under a guy's skin is part of the game but it feels like that's that's what teams do to DK all the time. It feels like the book on him is out. You can get under his skin and needle him to a point where he uh, either, either uh, you know, it he, he costs the team. I mean, it costs us field position. It can cost us points sometimes. And I feel like other teams know that. And did you guys know that about certain guys? And how did you exploit it?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, it it does. It becomes you become yeah. a target, and nice. you know it's it's well aware. Like, oh, he's got personal fouls. You know, after the play, unnecessary roughness, <laughs> things like that. Where you can, you can get under a guy's skin and, and really get after him with the with the verbal uh, assault. And is that
1: ever part so, of the game plan going into the game? To coaches point that stuff out?
2: I don't remember anybody pointing that out. It's just kind of known. I, oh, right, we, right. When we played the we played the Niners back in the day. Uh, that was right. the famous... we, we can
0: say some old linemen, you know. Uh no name call, it, <laughs> but you know, some old linemen in our time. It was it was easy to get up under their skin and get some get some late push in the backs, and you know, but they already had rumors like that anyway. You see it on film, mm-hmm. you know, and you you can sort of target those guys on film that hey, you know, this this guy's gonna
2: be chippy, it, he's gonna was, do some extra stuff. Right. It was the famous singletary rant. When when he threw mm. Vernon Davis, uh that was against us and one of our safeties said something, I forget what happened, but he threw the ball at our safety's head, ref through the flag, Signatory, Terry, you know, I'd rather play with ten and get penalized yeah. the whole way. Uh, it was that was Vernon Davis. Yeah. And Vernon Davis yeah. uh, is a phenomenal talent. the same yep. thing we're talking about, with DK, but Vernon he he, he became that leader and, and you know, it never happened again. And it was uh he became you know, came and he had like a Hall of Fame career. Oh, absolutely. I had a
1: heck of a career after that. And, uh, stayed, you know, thank goodness he stayed because then we got that clip of Cam Chancellor just hitting him in the NFC Championship game, which is one of my favorite gifts. To oh, those watch. are
2: two monsters
1: going at it right there, man. Yeah, no, yeah. For sure. I know. No, definitely. Um, it, just, it feels like if I was having the conversation with DK, I would just say, hey, man, they they know it and you're letting them win at that. Like, just don't do that. You're giving in to what they want you to do. Let's just... I know it's hard because, dude, I get it. You're a competitor, but, like, let's just go score a touchdown on him and then point to the scoreboard instead. Yeah, absolutely. They'll they'll, they'll
2: find a way to handle it, and he'll get it under control. Um, He's too good of a player not to, so he'll figure it out.
1: I'm going to move to around the rest of the league unless you guys have uh, other stuff from the game. The the last Seahawk note I have here from McNeil is, obviously, the Jason Peters signing. Um, He's coming in starting on the practice squad and then where he was Ooh. last year. But, I mean, this guy's most likely. We'll see what happens with that. I don't remember where a Hall of Famer. Oh, like he's a Hall of
2: Famer. He's yeah. first battle Hall of Famer. First, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh-huh. So we'll, we'll see <laughs> yes. how quickly they can get him up to speed and all of that stuff. But it looks like Lofa and Leroy are excited about that one. Yeah. So so am
2: I. Put him anywhere. Let him yes. play whatever he wants, man. Um, Anything from. else before we go on to the rest of the league? Uh, shout out to Nick Ballore. So this is a play that no one's going to talk about. But when we punted and um, we we downed it, if you don't down the ball and hand it to the official, you just touch it, like tip it. Even if you save it, like everyone's going nuts. Mm-hmm. One of the Rams players very alert. There's a rule where you can go and grab the ball and return it. And even if you fumble it, you get it back at the spot of the you know initial touching of the ball weird one yeah Nick Bloor someone that guy grabbed the ball Nick Bloor body slammed him in the end zone and I was like I was like no one appreciates that but I do I was like Football so shout out to do, him. Baby. man well it's just heads up that's that's being mm-hmm. in the moment and that's you know knowing the rules and so that that kid from the Rams smart heads up play because we used to see Lockett do it all the time he's like well, why is Lockett grabbing the ball and trying to run after you know they downed it because it's, like, it's a free play and so mm-hmm. knowing the rules is is huge
1: Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, friend of the show, Nick. Shout out. Uh, Let's look around the league. Epic Seats is another one of our sponsors. Let me tell you about them uh, before we do that. Epic Seats, you guys. If you're looking for tickets or seats to anything, whether it's a sporting event, a concert, uh anything at all, go on epicseats.com. Don't use the other guys. Use epicseats.com. They're the ones we use around here. Use our promo code or mention us when you're dealing with them. Uh you know just gotta say, hey, I heard about you guys on Take 12. And they will either hook you up with 12 extra dollars in your pocket when you're selling your seats on Epic Seats per seat, by the way. So if you got a block of like six seats you're trying to get rid of uh, do it with Epic Seats and they'll give you that extra $12 per seat. If you're buying seats, they'll uh, save you 12% when you spend $100 just by mentioning Take 12. Shout out to Epic Seats. Go to epicseats.com. Nobody beats Epic Seats. Epic Seats. Uh, let's look around the league, everybody. It was a crazy, crazy weekend, like I said. I mean, the script was wild. Uh, you got Casey losing in the home opener. That kicked the whole thing off. I mean, right right away, we should have known we're in for a, a wild year. I think. I mean, no disrespect yeah. to the Lions. I'm just saying, um, they, they blocked. What they they blocked that kick, or something, something happened, and I just looked at my brother and I go, "Lions are going to win this thing." And yeah. then it was, and it was just like there was a <laughs> or something. And then the whole weekend just was was strange. Um, uh, you got obviously what happened last night with Rogers. Uh, where do you guys want to start on the on the shenanigans that was the week one in the NFL?
2: What you got, Leroy? Well,
1: well <laughs> When I think about Rodgers, man, that's,
0: you know, uh, that was our draft. He probably was the last player uh, left in the NFL, I'm sure, from our draft. And, you know, uh, to see him go out like that, he had a a hell of a career. He could come back, uh, but the Achilles is tough. Uh, That was was just a crazy story, man. Four four plays in. uh, I, I hate to see that.
1: Dude, and I know, speaking of hate to see it, I know we live in the era of social media, of course, and video everywhere. uh, But this stuff even happened with injuries back in the day. I don't want to see that video again, please. I'm so, like, it it just, it's making my teeth hurt watching that thing over and over and over. It's like the Theismann video, you know? It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, Lofa, thoughts on Aaron? Um, You
2: know, I always like to put a positive spin on things. He has had a Hall of Fame career, and he's going first ballot for sure. Super Bowl, four MVPs, uh, storybook career. I hope he comes back. I, I bet you he does. Um, but the positive spin I want to put on is Zach Wilson, who's taken a lot of shit, mm-hmm. brought these guys back to a win, and I know yeah. they had a palm return from another from a rookie that, that won it. But just the it was awesome to see a kid get some you know validation. You know, after everything he's been through, because, you know, the mm-hmm. media is tough and social media, too. You know, um, but I was happy for that kid. You know, as sad as I am for Rodgers, I was happy that kid had had a great, you know, triumphant moment. And and hopefully it it goes well for for Salah and them, because we, we, we played for Salah. And, you know, he's a great guy, great leader. Right. Brick, too. Uh, old Brick, the coordinator. So. Hopefully they can you know keep things going with that defense. Um the, the one funny social media thing I saw was there's a bar in Green Bay and oh, yeah. and they said <laughs> if you get to drink for free as long as the Jets, you know, lose. And so Rogers goes down. No one was celebrating that. They were just like, you know, they were actually kinda of sad because you were celebrating
1: uh, the free drinks, they thought they but were. But they're get.
2: like, they all start racking up these fucking tabs. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, the Jets come all the way back and win. And no. the look on everybody's face when they have to pay their tab was like, uh-huh.
1: what, the, what the fuck just happened? Dude, You know there was a table that was playing credit card roulette, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were so, almost vomited.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they, they, were there for, they were there for several hours racking up those oh, bills man. like, we got oh, this. Man. Go, Bills. And, then, oh, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh uh, man! Yeah. I, I tell you what, though, I, it seemed like the NFC put out some uh, some good product, though. Uh, Absolutely, they, you know, uh, the whole offseason has been, you know, how powerful the AFC is, and uh, the NFC came out uh, with a lot of good showings. Uh, you're talking Dallas, you're talking Dallas. Detroit, you yep. know, uh, Philly, uh, going up to New England, you know. Uh, so you know, I, I think a lot of those top uh, NFC teams are, you know. More decent than people think. San Fran going to Pittsburgh. Uh, You know, though, it it, it was a big NFC showing weekend.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, what are you most impressed by? Like, take your pick. You got the Niners dominating and McCaffrey running all over everybody, which, like, look out below Seahawks fans, right? And uh, the Cowboys blanking the Giants. Uh, Packers, no Rodgers, no problem. How about Jordan Love taking it to uh, Chicago? And Justin Fields, right? And then, um, and then yeah, and then the Rodgers yeah. stuff and everything, and and the Lions. Going back to the Lions, we got them coming up this week. Fuck,
2: I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and they're on a mini bye week because they played on Thursday, so they're going to be fresh. fresh. Aiden Hutchinson and company is going to be fresh.
0: Oh, Aiden Hutchinson! Uh, the tackles had the work cut out, man. He, he he looked like a monster. Saint Brown looked like one of the, you know, just just very consistent, man. I think think he's going to have a monster year.
1: Well, we're going to be breaking all that down later in the week on the Seahawks podcast. So make sure you come back for that one. But right now, Simply Seattle, we're out of time. Oh, yeah, the score prediction challenge. Oh. What happened in the score prediction challenge, Katie? Well, some Rams fan trolled us. What? Yeah. They came in and they were like, the Rams are going to win. And they didn't even like or follow us. So, and they didn't have their DMs on. So that guy loses. What? Was Wait, it... did he
2: get the score right?
1: What was it? No, yeah. it,
2: but he said that the Rams were going to win. But it, the was clo-
1: it was the closest guess. The
2: closest guess. And we got trolled. So well, you know what? The rules state very clearly you got to like and you got to follow.
1: Oh, okay. Ooh. So. Yeah, well, read the fine print, everybody. But, Lofa, I said this when we were predicting. I said no one has ever predicted a Seahawk loss, and it is called the Score Prediction Challenge. So what do we do if someone predicts the other way and then gets close enough? If they like and follow, we have to give out the prize, don't we? Yeah,
2: but they do. Yeah, it's our show. We do what we want. Mm.
1: Okay, well, I'm just saying for the future. But we're not We're not giving rid to this a-hole. No way.
2: Huh? Get out of here. All
1: right. Good. All right. Lopez sounds like he doesn't want to give it to anyone. Ever.
2: I want to send that Rams fan
1: some fucking Hawks gear. That's what I want to do. All right, I like it. Wait, whose account what, was it called? Uh, Johnny Hecker official. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Oh man, you guys, uh, we will be back later in the week to break down what's going to happen with the Lions this upcoming weekend. Leroy Hill. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks for being on the show today with us. And, and helping no, to uh, ease our Thank sorrows. Thank you. Thank you, man. I can't wait to see you guys in person. That's what I was going to say. Awesome. We will see you in person in New York City, my friend. And if you guys want to see Leroy and Lofa, and you know there will be some other Seahawks there. I mean, Lofa rolls deep. So if you guys want to do that, uh, check out Take12Travel.com. For Producer Katie and Lofa and Leroy, i Brett. Thanks for listening to Take 12. Today, we'll see you later in the week. Good night. Let's put our hands in the middle. Lofa, uh, break it down.
2: Oh Leroy you want to break it down? Hey,
0: baby. Hey, good to see y'all, man. Hey, Hawks on three, baby. One, two, three. Hawks. Thank you for listening to Believe.